Hello, and welcome to the show Gold Squadron Gays. It's the podcast where two Star Wars-loving gays break down each episode of their favorite Star Wars TV shows, while also being gay as hell. I'm your other host, Charles Rogers, and wow, those are some good Dooku episodes, huh? Sure were. Sure, sure were. Surely I will have nothing uh, but nice things to say about the remaining two episodes, which I'm sure will be just as good and interesting as... (laughs) as the, the Dooku episodes were. Bradley, do you have anything before we get into Tales of the Jedi today? Because I, I got I got nothing. Uh, Bad Batch trailer came out, but we don't talk about... Reminder, we don't talk about those until our episode zero. Gotcha. Which is coming up vaguely soon. Vaguely soon, provided they do not fuck us on the release date again. Which... Right. I think we're good now. I, like, I think we're I think we're solid. I, I think we're solid. I think they're putting out trailers and things. I, I I do genuinely think that the release date that they have now is gonna be the release date. But we've only been waiting for it for what a fucking year. Right. So for this season two. It's been something insane. I'm sure we'll get to it in our episode zero, uh, which will be, you know, at some point. Well, today we are continuing our coverage of Tales of the Jedi. We are filling the time in between Andor and the Bad Batch just by doing little discussions on the episodes Tales of the Jedi. We've already done the first four. Now we're on to episode five. Bradley, you want to take us in episode five of Tales of the Jedi? Sure thing. So today we're talking about the episode Practice Makes Perfect. A Jedi Padawan is given a seemingly impossible exercise. Charles, what did you think about the second Ahsoka episode. I noticed you didn't say, did you like this episode? (laughs) You've been been phrasing it as, did you like this episode? And now it's, what did you think? Right. I'm probably going to do that for the next two episodes. (laughs) I mean, the the, the underlying opinion that I'm going to have about both of these episodes is the animation is gorgeous, uh, really fluid and dynamic. The lighting leaps and bounds from the days of early like Clone Wars, like it's it's beautiful lighting. The lighting in the Jedi Temple training room, incredible, unbelievably good. Voice acting, top tier as always. I just have one overarching problem with episode five specifically, and six will kind of share it, which is I don't know why this episode exists. Now to clarify what I mean by that is, is I was approaching these episodes as being the untold stories of the Jedi in question. So Dooku, we got the visual media depiction of things we had not ever seen in visual media before and it told us things about Dooku as a character that we did as the audience did not already know from watching the Clone Wars. And the first Ahsoka episode didn't really tell us anything about Ahsoka as a character, but it gave us important context to Ahsoka as a character. Practice Makes Perfect, the central like arc of this episode is that Ahsoka is training with the Jedi and Anakin thinks that's kind of dumb. So Anakin goes and does his own thing with her training and trains her through the Clone Wars. And ultimately that's part of how she's able to survive Order 66, right? That's the general thesis of this episode. The thing with that is that's the plot of the Clone Wars show. If you've watched the Clone Wars and then you watch this, it's not really providing any addition. The only new information it's giving is there was some training what that occurred at some point. Right. But the overarching theme, which is Anakin's training saved Ahsoka's life, that's the plot of 
the seven seasons of the Clone Wars. And before people are like, oh, you can't assume people have watched the Clone Wars. This is a spinoff series of Clone Wars. The only people who are going to be watching Tales of the Jedi are going to be people who've already watched the Clone Wars. I really can't see a scenario where somebody would just put on Tales of the Jedi before they ever watched the Clone Wars. Uh, that's my overarching issue with this episode is I'm like, I'm looking at it. I'm like, this is beautiful. This is great. I love the little short film about Ahsoka, but it doesn't tell me anything new about her. Doesn't tell me anything new about her relationship with Anakin. It doesn't tell me anything new about her relationship clones. It's not providing me anything that I, I didn't already know. I will say it is nice to see Ahsoka out of the uh, really fucking awful outfit she was in in the first two seasons of the Clone Wars and into something much better designed. So thank you, people who are not George Lucas for making that decision. But overall, yeah, it was fine. It just didn't tell me anything I didn't already know. What about you, Bradley? What did you think of this episode? So either shockingly or not shockingly to you, this is was, was my least favorite of the Ahsoka episodes. This doesn't so, surprise me. Also, uh, you and I have discussed these episodes off mic before. Right, right, right. Um, like you said, other than just like, here's something she did off to the side that we kind of inferred that already happened anyway. It's like, why are we seeing this information? We don't need this information. It's kind of unnecessary. Like, yeah, of course she trained with Anakin. We That's like a blanket statement. We don't need like their special training or what. I don't know. I just think it's kind of silly of an episode. But like you said, it's it's a beautiful episode. It's nice. Uh, I, I didn't love how, I think one thing that Tales of the Jedi does i mean look okay we don't all need our hand being held the whole entire time to tell you when things are taking place in the timeline however if you're gonna jump clearly around, you have not been on star wars twitter right uh, they but, need their hands held constantly but like i i don't know this episode to me it's like unless you seriously just watch season seven of the clone wars like you need to be like told when things are taking place i think it's the first bit is supposed to be like early on in the clone wars show and then it randomly jumps to the end of clone wars show where she's with rex and then you're just like what i i don't know what's happening what's going on timeline wise like it's it was just like a lot for me yeah it felt like they were they were essentially like condensing the entire narrative arc for ahsoka and anakin down into one bite-sized portion which i can respect you you know that's that's not a story that shouldn't be told in in any form my question as far as like you're presenting this as the untold tales of the jedi filling in the details and it it really is just presenting a a super fast version of ahsoka's entire narrative arc throughout the entirety of the clone wars and that that was my principal issue with it was i watched it and i was like yeah okay i i kind of guessed all this was happening but like it it starts to get to the point where it feels like oh we need to get up and see ahsoka making breakfast in the morning yeah. we need to see ahsoka in the car for an hour on her commute to her jedi office job or whatever and i'm like we really we really did as much as i love ahsoka tano and i love seeing more stories with ahsoka tano in them this one felt a lot like okay yeah we sort to guess that you know she stops at the gas station on her way to the commute sometimes uh we, we figured that kind of happened off screen like we don't necessarily need to see it i feel like if if you were going to tell a story about ahsoka during the clone wars and you could even you could even tell a story about ahsoka's relationship with someone else right but it it shouldn't have been anakin and it it right. shouldn't have been it should have been something we hadn't seen before there's a really great forces of death i think it's forces of destiny short 
part um, where I believe it is Padme. Either Padme is teaching Ahsoka or Ahsoka is teaching Padme. I think Ahsoka is teaching Padme, like, some of the basics of space combat. And they get into, like, a space combat with some droids. It's a really sweet little episode, but, like, it's really great because we never really got to see Ahsoka and Padme interact in the mainline Clone Wars show, uh, other than a couple of episodes. And so when we got that episode of Forces, of, I swear it was Forces of Destiny, uh, where that happened uh, and they actually got a chance to have a little adventure together, that was really neat because it's something we hadn't seen before. So I almost prefer they would have taken the budget and the concept for this and done like an Ahsoka and Yularen story or an Ahsoka and Padme story or like an Ahsoka and Bail Organa story, which would have tied into the next episode, which we'll get to when we get to. Just Ahsoka during the Clone Wars with somebody who isn't Anakin, because we've already seen the relationship between Anakin and Ahsoka play out. We don't need more of it to reinforce that. Right. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I think it could have, honestly, based on the next episode, it should have been a Padme-centered episode. It should have been like, look, we know what her relationship is with Anakin Skywalker. Now let's see the other side of the coin of his you know, life, which is the only other super important person to him besides Obi-Wan Kenobi, which was Padme. And so like, let's see that relationship. Yeah, I would have, um, I would have loved, yeah, if they would have tied in some Anakin and Padme stuff too. Yeah. If, if yeah. it had been like a little bit of Padme and Anakin, but then the majority of the episode was like Ahsoka doing a thing, which we did get in Clone Wars. Uh, we got the Pursuit of Peace episode, I think, was the one where they have the peace conference and Ahsoka's guarding Padme. That was a really good episode. More of that, please. Right. Stuff like that. Or or basically, I think what you're asking uh, Dave Filoni to do is a Jar Jar and Ahsoka episode. I think that's what you're really trying to say. Uh, you know what? That would have that been good. <laughs> like, no joke. No joke. Well, because they did that with um with the the season six episodes with Jar Jar and Mace Windu, and that made right. those characters so interesting so in the dynamic between them. Whereas, yeah, this one, this this short is just like, yeah, more Ahsoka and Anakin, and like the clones are in it, but the clones aren't really characters in it. They're more of training devices that Anakin is using to teach Ahsoka a lesson. Which, yeah, I mean it's it's not got even that uh, it, you could even do like an Ahsoka and Jesse story or Ahsoka do something like Ahsoka and a clone that is not Rex much as I love Rex again we've seen the relationship with Rex and Ahsoka play out it was in the Clone Wars show which right. presumably you watched before you watch Tales of the Jedi otherwise you're not going to understand what the fuck is going on in Tales of the Jedi as far as things that were great about this episode do you want to hear about our voice cast I would love to hear. We have four people in this voicing the characters. Ashley Eckstein is back as Ahsoka Tano. Love that. And then they've got some people that that definitely we've never heard of before to voice the other characters in this. Somebody named Matt Lanter is voicing Anakin Skywalker. I think he was on Beverly Hills 90210. I may have Googled shirtless photos of him in 2008, 2009 from Beverly Hills 90210. Uh, <laughs> but he's also in uh, he's also in Timeless. Oh, and he's in uh, Star Wars, the Clone Wars, Star Wars Rebels and the Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga, as well as the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special and Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation as Anakin fucking Skywalker. One day, the bit of 
Oh, you may have minorly heard of this person from other things. By the way, they were in Star Wars. One day that bet will get old for me, but it never, never does. But I'll, I'll, I swear I'll only do it once this episode. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi appears, voiced by James Arnold Taylor. He's been the voice of Obi-Wan Kenobi. He's a fairly prolific voice actor. He was in three, he's been in 304 acting credits. But the first thing that popped up is a photo from Kenobi. Was he in Kenobi? Because I don't recognize this. Oh, oh, this is interesting. So James Arnold Taylor wasn't in like Obi-Wan Kenobi the series. He was in a fan film called Kenobi, a Star Wars story that came out in 2019. There's <laughs> okay. the confusion. I was like very confused for a second. Yeah. But yes, James Arnold Taylor has been Obi-Wan Kenobi in fucking everything animated forever since uh, Star Wars The Clone Wars. Really impressive dude, actually. I, I saw like a, a video of him where he's talking about voice matching. And he's switching back and forth between actors like Ewan McGregor and other actors he's voice matched for, which is quite impressive. Speaking of people who can switch back and forth between voices effortlessly, um, our final cast member playing Captain Rex uh, and Jesse is, of course, Dee Bradley Baker. Where you you know who Dee Bradley Baker is. Absolutely. I, what's funny is I literally just watched the first episode of Bad Batch again because I was trying to restart it before we start doing our coverage of it. And that leads to another random character that appears in this episode for no absolute reason whatsoever. Yeah, Caleb Doom is here, which... <laughs> Some interesting things with the Jedi scene. Uh, I don't know why yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi... So Obi-Wan Kenobi has the mullet again. Right, which, which is early. Okay, so it's kind of a little continuity snarl. Yeah. Not a big deal, but... And it may have to do with the, the 2008 animation, but this was pointed out. So in the novel Brotherhood, Obi-Wan grows his hair out longer. Uh, like it's, it's down to his shoulders, levels of long before he chops it all off. Uh, which I think might be what they were going for here, but he has chopped all of it into the familiar haircut by the time of the Clone Wars movie, which takes place before this. So I don't know what's going on with Obi-Wan Kenobi's hair. Also, Caleb Doom is here for some reason, which uh, I don't know if this means he recognizes who Ahsoka is in Rebels and just never, ever brought up that he knows right. who Ahsoka is and has met her before. But I have a sneaking suspicion with some of the minor details in this episode that the story group was an asset that Dave Filoni didn't really use. Like the creators are not required to go to the story group to make sure all their continuity lines up and everything. Um, it's just a resource they can use and some creators use it more than others and i feel like for some of the details like this that that they didn't ask anybody yeah. which they're not the end of the world and it's it's dave filoni but there's some subtle clues that he didn't he didn't ask anybody hey what's obi-wan kenobi's haircut look like at this point well it's almost like he was just like okay well what models do we not have to recreate right now and one of those models is for extras in the background essentially are caleb and you know his Definitely master right i'm like they because they were just in bad batch so like let's just reuse these models real quick in the background for like five seconds oh that also is a question because like according to the kanan comics uh i think kanan gets gets taken as Depa's Padawan fairly late in the Clone Wars. I think it's within the last year. So like that's also a problem because is Caleb Doom her Padawan yet? Or it <sighs> A lot of the minor details that get thrown in that it's kind of like, oh, look at the thing that we know 
it's also like i don't know if that necessarily works and it's so weird because i just watched an interview with dave filoni where he's talking about filming ahsoka and he's talking about you know the cartoons and he's like well if there's something in the cartoons i want to change i can always go back and change it before you release it but if you release live action like ahsoka i can't go back and change it and do stuff so it's like it's weird that like it got this far down the pipeline all these different things and he doesn't he didn't take a second look at it and go huh maybe that's not a great idea or maybe i need to not put that in there yeah or like maybe and i i don't know how much of it necessarily is dave filoni because um let me check here real quick uh because he one thing that hasn't gotten mentioned uh as far as the uh director's of these episodes we haven't mentioned this yet but i am going to mention it now uh dave filoni wrote all of these episodes but he didn't direct any of them and he talked about this is kind of cool he talked about it when he was doing the panel at celebration he said one thing he really really wanted to do was give people who hadn't weren't as big into directing a foot in the door with these episodes so i don't know whether or not it was dave filoni that made that call or whether or not uh saul ruiz who is the the person who directed this particular episode maybe saul ruiz made those calls Calls. Uh, I I could not say for certain, and I don't like when people speculate too much about behind the scenes things. Right. Uh, but I will say I have a sneaking suspicion that Story Group. I know Pablo Hidalgo wasn't involved in making the series. I have a sneaking suspicion that Story Group wasn't as involved in this one, which is why some of the minor details are a little bit off. But I mean, if you're a if you're a visual media only kind of person, it is cool to see like Kanan Jarrus again, and it is cool to see Obi Wan Kenobi's mullet hair. But if you're watching in chronological order it's going to be a little bit confusing do you have any final thoughts on this episode bradley um yeah i don't really have too much to say about it i mean it like you said i thought this was kind of a weird episode to do could have probably better been served of ahsoka's story somewhere else we could have just gotten any literally any other person could have taught her this or something like that other than anakin because we already kind of know anakin's role as her master and being unusual and unorthodox or whatever and well i'll, I don't know. We, I'll, I just don't I'll, think I'll we break my this. own rule and interrupt your final thoughts to disagree with you a bit i don't think anyone but anakin could have taught her this particular lesson i don't think we necessarily needed to see this particular lesson taught since is just a truncated what he already taught her in Clone Wars. Gotcha. I don't know. I, I mean, I just think this whole episode doesn't need to exist, I guess is my point. Like, there's no reason for it. So that's my final. I agree. And I don't say that as like a, this is a Star Wars I don't like, so it shouldn't exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, genuinely on a story level, I I really don't think this is a story that needed to be told. I thought these were, uh, there were other Ahsoka stories set during the Clone Wars that could have been told instead using this budget. Um, and this opportunity. Yeah, I mean, the episode's fine. I don't have anything objectionably wrong with it. Uh, it is a fun episode to watch. You know, it's one of those fishbowl episodes that, oh, it's very pretty. I might put it on the TV with the sound off to have something playing while I work. Because it's it's nice to look at. Like, the animation's great. The voice acting's great. Uh, it's just the very core of the story. I didn't really think we needed an episode on this. Uh, I really thought there are tons of Ahsoka stories that they could tell. I really didn't think it needed to be this one. There's nothing functionally wrong with it. I just think they, they should have written something else well on that note uh that's where we're going to end our coverage for today uh and that's it that's all the tales of the jedi episodes right bradley one more left god fucking damn it <laughs>
I didn't want to do this one, but uh, okay. Join us next time for episode six of Tales of the Jedi, which I'm going to try to be as fair to as possible. We're going to see if I succeed after Bradley has ran the sessions. Thank you for listening to Gold Squadron Gaze. Did Charles fuck something up? Send us a message at goldsquadrongaze at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Gold Squad Gaze. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Gold Squadron Gaze. Subscribe to us on YouTube at Gold Squadron Gaze, where we post the podcast as well as exclusive content. Please join us next week and every week for more of Gold Squadron Gaze. 